Hey, besties. Welcome to the BFF Bookcast. We're your hosts, Teresa and Katie. Before we jump in, we just want to remind everyone that while we discuss our own thoughts and opinions, just remember we are here to have a good time. And as always, please check trigger warnings before reading any books we will be discussing. And beware, we curse like the Bat Boys probably do during their annual snowball fight. Hey, Katie. Teresa. That was weird. That was very weird. You said my full name, but you said like T. Teresa. Teresa. She started with T. And then I put the Isa. Arisa. 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 Imagine if like someone called you Arisa. Actually, um, yeah. Like Arisa. Can you you mute the Harry Potter? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, all right, we got to turn that out. I was like, I hear the mermaids or whatever you want to call them. Well, also like with these microphones... Well, we don't have headphones on, but like if we had our headphones on, it picks up every single yeah, solitary does. sound. Like I like I bet you this is picking like if we had headphones on, we would hear my dishwasher yeah. running. Oh, I have to go off. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry. Um ugh. what a day. What, what a, a Tuesday. Day. I know. We're gonna start just kind of like filling you guys in on like what's been up recently. And then we're gonna go into the Gram Effect by Al Kennedy. Um and obviously We'll let you know when we start that. So if you haven't read it and you care about spoilers about college hockey romance books, um, then you can bless you. Thank you. Um, Obviously, last week was a big week for the book community because Iron Flame came out. And we are going to talk about it in depth next week, but we both finished. Um, I think we both gave it four stars. Mm -hmm. And we both have a lot of feelings about it. (laughs) Like I said we'll uh, go in-depth um, in our review next week. So if you're here to hear our thoughts on Iron Flame, you're going to have to wait a week because we decided we'd give people more time to read it before yes. we did. It's, she's thick. She's thick girl. And like maybe it's not a priority for people, but they want to get to it. They also want to savor yeah. it. It's hard to tell how thick it is because like the Kindle version is like 830 yeah. pages, but then like the regular like sprayed edges like print is like different. Six and then something. the Waterstone book is so i don't know it's anywhere between like 600 and like 900 pages yeah which is like you know i really don't mind it like didn't it, read like it was 830 no. pages but it's it still read more a lot like to get through um it did but like it's still a lot to get through and like and i don't like this was hyped up i think a lot of people were anxious to pick it up yeah like i know you and even myself like i kind of stayed away from a lot of like digging through social media yeah but also, like, and I've done this in the past, like, with CC2, like, I feel like I put so much pressure on myself to finish CC2 in a certain amount of time that I, for, like, I don't think I took in, in a yeah. lot of information. So, like, I'm kind of glad, um, like, you finished, obviously, well before I did. And I'm not saying that you rushed by any means. But, like, I know for myself, like, I felt like I paced myself well enough to where, like, mm-hmm. I remember stuff. Yeah, like, I was, there was, like, times, like, I, I was like, oh, I want to read another chapter. But I was like, actually, like, no, I'm going to stop. Um, it like worked out for me because the book came out Tuesday and then I had surgery on Wednesday. Um, so I was like able to kind of like relax. Yeah. I mean, like I worked Thursday, Friday, um, but like I took some breaks to just like lay down for a little bit. So like it worked for me. I think that's why I finished it. I finished Friday morning, I think, or Thursday night. Yeah. Um, so again, I feel like that wasn't like actually a rush for me. Um, normally I'm like, I mean, CC2, uh, even like Zodiac Academy, the last book, I think I read in like 36 hours and that was like 1200 pages of, so, you know, I, I will rush a read when I'm like, yeah, I also think it depends on like, like Zodiac Academy, like the last one that came out, there was just a lot of not things happening that it was, even though she was really thick it was easier to get through because it read almost like more of like a romance. Yeah. Not like a romance. And also it came like, out on like a Friday night. Yeah. So it wasn't like you had to work and read at the same time. Yeah. Because like, like two, I mean, I know all book releases are Tuesdays, but Tuesday book releases are hard um, in some situations because you're, I mean, most of us, I assume are adults who have full-time jobs. Um, even if you are working from home, like you do kind of have to do. Your yeah. Like I did. I work from home. And like I did not, you work from home and I don't, I didn't yeah. touch that book till that night. Yeah. I like started, I think I started, I'm thinking last Tuesday we recorded an episode. So I think I like read like a few chapters to like kind of like get it. Mm-hmm. And then I like read in bed cause I downloaded the Kindle version. Cause I, I was, uh, 
one of the lucky ones who got the Waterstones pre-order. And honestly, I'm really happy because the sprayed edges on the Waterstones are yeah, like really pretty, really, really nice. Um, so I like didn't, the book didn't deliver until last night. So I would have been like a week behind if I waited for yeah. that. So I'm no. So I, it feels I, good to yeah. be like, I, it's, it's like, I also just a, like, like whole, when it's like a big thick book, it's easier to read it on a Kindle. 100%. I will not, I will display like even the Zodiac Academies after a certain point, even Crescent City, like, I think I read CC1. I remember being like, this sucks. Like, and yeah. I think you're, I read yours. I'm fairly certain your spine was like broken. Yes. And not because you broke it because like she just thick and she, she fell thickened, open. Yeah. And she cracked. But like that was easy to flip through. But it's really hard. Even, even the book we're going to talk about later, like she's thicker. Like I could hold it. But after a while, I'd be like, okay. Especially like, like when you're reading in bed, it's easier to read on a Kindle. Yeah. So I think for, the because I like, read on Kindle. I obviously like tabbing. And it's easier to tab, obviously, in a book. Yes. Um, and, I mean, there's times, like, when I will, like, read a Kindle book. I'll buy the physical, and then I'll go back, and I'll, like, see, like, what pages, like, the tabs are on, and I'll, like, go tab the physical book. Yeah. But that's also kind of annoying. Sometimes the Kindle pages don't match with the book pages. So I feel like for Christmas City 3, I think I'm going to have to do a hybrid, like, version. Like, if I'm in bed, I'll, like, read on my Kindle, but I think, like, I'm going to hold it. Are you? Yeah. I'm going to do a hybrid also, but it's going to be audio and Kindle. Yeah. So, Crescent City 2, my book wasn't going to deliver from Amazon until, like, noon. And I was like, I cannot wait till noon. So, I downloaded the Kindle, and I read the first, like, 20% on Kindle, and then it delivered, and then I switched over. Um, And then I went back and, like, saw, like, what I had highlighted in the first 20% and, like, whatever. But, honestly, what a dilemma, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Such a dilemma. Such I a dilemma. love the fact – what I really love about um, – I did this with Iron Flame. Someone actually – did you see the message that came through? They're like, wow, you already read it on Kindle and listened. And I was like, no, no, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. That was me trying to show, like, I hybrid. Yeah. Because I, I – I want people to know that I listen to it because if you have questions about the audio, I can answer them. Yeah. I really enjoyed the audio. Um, I actually listened to it at a two. I was kind so, of surprised. I had to slow it down though in the last 50%, even though book math, the first 50 is always like the longest and the last 50 is the shortest. Yes. I had to slow it down though, because there was so much occurring in the last 50 that I needed to ensure I was like listening and hearing it. I actually at one point even was reading and listening at the same time. So I was like, wow, I'm really like taking this I've in. seen that people do that. Yeah. And they're like, you actually read fat, like you're taking it in a lot differently. I take it in very differently. I've also, I feel like really compromise, like the parts that I listened and read to at the same time, I remember vividly more than the other so parts. So we always have like closed captioning, like subtitles on our TV. <laughs> Not closed captioning, but subtitles. We always have subtitles. Always on. have subtitles. On. And honestly, like I feel like shows without subtitles, like I I don't know what the fuck I don't know what's on. going on, and it's like so strange. Um, Wait, speaking of that, so okay, so I I still haven't watched in full the last season of Stranger Things, and I loved the first couple seasons. Yeah, but I use I use certain TV shows if I have to run on the treadmill. New York City Marathon a few years ago is how I I watched like so many, the first couple seasons that were out. Yeah. Anywho. I like on my phone, so like okay, like a normal iPhone on the, the, the treadmill. So you're trying to watch it on a small screen anyway. I was I had the subtitles on, so it's like I'm not even yeah. seeing the fucking images. I'm just reading what's happening. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the only way I can do it though. If I'm not reading a book, I'm reading my TV. Yes, 100%. Yeah. I'm all, even top, like my husband's always like, maybe you should get your ears checked. I'm like, maybe you should go away. Oh, Gil and I <laughs> had kidding. this conversation yesterday because he's getting like new glasses and I was like, you're so blind. Like, it's so I mean, embarrassing. Well, he is blind. I was like, it's so embarrassing. You have such bad eyesight. Like, I could never. Like, what, what does that even mean? And he was like, yeah, he's like, that's why my hearing's so good because I like have you, such bad vision. Sense, that my, like, my, and I'm like, oh my God, my eyesight is so good. That's why I'm so deaf. Like, I literally, yeah. like, cannot hear anything. No. I there's t- Tom and I literally have had this discussion where, like, I went to my primary, like, a couple weeks ago. And he's like, did you bring up your hearing? And I was like, no, I forgot. And he's like, no, I really think you have an issue with your hearing. You yeah. know? And then, like, the, mind you, right after that, he, like, was saying to me, I was like, I really can't hear you. Can you speak up? <laughs> I think my hearing is very selective. I would 100% I have selective hearing. Like, Gil is a mumbler. And, like, he'll come downstairs, and I'll literally be reading, and he'll, I won't like, he'll say something to me and I'll be like, what? Because I'm reading, like, I'm not paying yeah. attention to whatever you're saying. And then I'll be like, oh, you can't, you never hear. Yeah. It's, I, I generally do think though, I just can't, 
I don't know if it's certain pitches that I have a hard time hearing. Yeah. I'm sure it's, I'm sure my hearing's fine. Um, so he, like, because he obviously has like a deeper voice for being a guy. I don't know if it's like certain pitches when he says things, like it's just hitting so low that I can't like hear it. Yeah. Because if I, like if something's, I'm loud. So I feel like I could always hear like a me, but I'm like, I'm like, what, not baritone, not soprano. What's the, what's the middle? Mezzotone? Monotone? monotone? <laughs> not monotone. You fucking dumb, like brat bitch that just is like one yeah. single, like, hi, how are you? Me. No, I'm kidding. I'm like, oh, no, I don't know. So I can't, apparently I can't hear either. Long story short. Long story short. My vision's great. I, I'm and curious though, hear. because like, I would be, I'd be curious. Like I had my vision corrected. I'm all, well, I also do like the fake hearing test. Someone sent me something and I was like aged to be like 45 and I'm not 45. But I was like, how, how real is this? But so it was Ooh. like the different pitches and I was aged up. I would really be curious. Do you wear headphones a lot? All day at work. So that's, I like, cause that was my because next thing God too. Because God forbid I talk to my coworkers. I have Taylor Swift music to listen to. So like I, cause I obviously, when I was working at the other company, I listened to headphones a lot during the day. Yeah. And then I run and listen to an audiobook. Sure. Now that I'm home, I'm like constantly had one headphone in. See, I at always home I don't I don't wear really I home. always do to like like if I'm doing household work, there's one hundred percent a headphone in my head and I'm listening to an audiobook. Yeah. But I was always doing my left ear. I can't my left ear is the worst. Ooh. I wonder if there's I should go get my hearing check and report back. Yeah. <laughs> that should be like one of like come with the BF book clubs, get our hearing checked. Literally. Speaking of how I only listen to Taylor Swift, um, I know this is not book related, but I know that everybody cares um, about her show from Saturday oh Night. Oh my God. Argentina, they really got themselves. I'm I'm so envious like, of every single person that was there. I mean, granted, not everybody who was there saw her run and kiss Travis. That was just a select few people who like waited around to like see her like at the end of the show, whatever. But, like, I would have literally shit my pants if I was at that show when she changed the lyrics, the lyrics. to Karma. And then I would have literally, well, that was at the end. I would have first shit my pants when she did the mashup of Say Don't Go and Out of the Woods. Agreed. I feel like that got overshadowed by all the I do. Things. I absolutely agree on that. And I feel like nobody is reacting to that how they how they needed to. I feel like that, give, it, give people a week. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've rewatched like the video of that so many times. She literally like makes a face. Yeah, she's right before she yes. does it. Like know. she knows it's she's coming. coming. Yeah, she's um, like with like a side smirk, like a yeah. Like, and then like you can hear like the crowd goes so crazy as soon as she starts singing the bridge of out of the woods that they're singing faster than she yes. is. And I'm just like that. Like that to me just made the show so much Agreed. better. And then Agreed. you do get the Travis content, which obviously everybody but, loves. Wait, not even just a trap. I love the her dad. Her dad. Okay, wait. So I saw this video. And I was like, you know what? I think that it's something. He, she was like, watch her dad's reaction. Like when you're watching it, her dad is like waiting. Like he's, yes, like, he's like waiting he to see if it's going to happen. Yeah. And then it does. And you hear her laughing like after she does yes. it. And Travis like obviously like, turns around, like covers his face. Somebody was like, this is a man who is constantly like making bets with his brother, making bets with like yeah. different teammates, like losing bets and like whatever. Like he had to wear like, an Eagles jersey. Like, there's, like, all these things yeah. that he's done. Somebody was, like, it was definitely a bet. She knew about it. And, like, like everyone's, like, wait till Sunday. Like, his game. Like, if, like, you know, or the next podcast, like, with his brother. That, like, there's, there they're was, like, say, there was, like, something. something. Yeah. Maybe. Because I was, like, her dad was, like. Her dad knew it was He was, coming. like, he kind of, like, was, like, is she going to say it? Like, yeah. I feel like they were both, like, kind of bracing for it. Yeah. So, I feel like there had to have been, like, at least something. some kind of, like, inside joke about it. Like. Oh yeah, you think I won't? And then yeah. she did, and like she's like laughing after yes. she says it. I mean, everyone went wild. I think I probably would have laughed too. But I yeah. also thought it was so cute. Okay, so when she runs, to, like runs and kisses Travis, did anyone pay attention to the background people, like her her team? Because like yeah. they were all just staring at her and smiling. Yeah, like it's so cute how like people like, and then like the whole Gigi Hadid comment that she just threw out there, like, didn't yeah. you guys try to do this with like like her last week? Like, like yeah, stop fucking going after, regardless if it's Taylor Swift or not. I just right. don't understand why, like, like people have to try to bring others down for no reason. Yes, I let her live. I would let like other say, people live. Like, I, I enjoy. I love. I love her. Like, yes. I love her, Queen. I've loved her my whole my life. whole life. 
like her and I, like I'm convinced her and I are twin flames. Um, we've had this conversation, like the similarities are just too much. I won't bore you guys with them again. Um, no, but like, I want her to just be happy. And I am, what are you looking for? My chapstick. Oh, I can't help you with that. If it's on your bra, I don't know where it is. Oh, it's behind your computer. Um, but I just, it, it really, a part of me obviously is like, I love like the content we're getting. I love seeing her happy and in a relationship, whatever. And then there's like a part of me that is like, I kind of wish she was a little bit more private because I feel like people like the media and just people in general, like they treat her so poorly because of her dating history. Yes. And like, I just don't want to hear disgusting. It's mostly men disgusting people be like, Oh, she's just dating this, like another guy. So she can write me like, let her fucking live. Not this conversation, <laughs> but, but also like, she's also 34, 35, yeah. like people date, I, like, right, guess was, what? Like yeah. if I was single too, I'd probably have gone through a few, a few men myself and like, and not and trying like, to like, yeah, no, whatever. And you know, if that's what you want to do too, you fucking do. She's you. been famous. Like she's supposed to do the fuck of, she wants. She's been famous literally for half of her life at this point. And she's had like, what? Like actual real boyfriends, not like guys she's been spotted with because what you can go on one date with somebody. It's not your fucking boyfriend. Exactly. She's maybe had. Like four? four, like five boyfriends in her entire at 34. Yeah. Okay. She's literally, her last relationship was six and a half years. Yeah. Like, I just relax. think we are, we like, we're in a phase of like, I don't know. I just, I think no matter who you are, what you're doing, who you're dating, how many people you're dating, whatever the case might be, are you going through people quickly? Are you not? Like, to each their fucking own. Right. If it's not it's like, hurting who you, who fucking cares? Right. Like, Who's it hurting? The, it's literally no hurting one. no one. And if you're going to sit behind a computer and fucking troll and go after someone, yeah. like, I think you need to take a better look at who you are as a person. Right, exactly. Like, stop judging others. Yes. Just, if, like, I don't care who you are. If you are a kind person, you've done nothing to offend me, you do yeah. you whatever makes you happy. Yes. I just worry about her in general because, again, like, she's my best friend. And, like, the more they're, like she's out and they're seen together, the more like paparazzi in the media is going to oh, be like after her fucking up. And like, I just worry about like her safety and like people like stalk. Like, I feel like she's had stalkers before, which like she's always going to have stalkers. Well, she but I feel like win. when she kind of like disappeared for a little bit, the media, like, I feel like now, like she cannot like do anything, do a single thing without it being like recorded and reported. But on. again, and like, I feel like that's going to get like very tiring yes. for her. And then sure I feel like is. she's going to disappear for a few years and I'm going to be like, where, where's Where'd my she girl? Go? I also just think it isn't fair that like, she's damn, she's damned if she does. does yeah. yeah. Like, like if she breaks up with him, if I'm not saying like they're going to like, right. but, like if she were to, she's going to get shit for it. Yeah. If he breaks up with her, she's going to get shit for it. it. If they like, end up married, she's, she's gonna get shit for it. it. Like, like this poor girl. Like yeah. there's never gonna be. I don't know. I, I think like she has really a bad. really good like team of people around her now, which is a lot different from when she was younger. And I think she has like a very solid friend group too. And I feel like she probably just doesn't care as much anymore. Like she's older. Actually, in an interview I watched on TikTok, like she did say, like if you talked to me a year ago, I would be like in hysterics. She goes, the difference between last year and this year, I don't know what year it was. Yeah. But like she was like, I just don't give a crap anymore. Yeah. Which good for her. Like, I mean, that's that's gotta take a lot when you have the whole world essentially like watching your every move and judging you for every single thing you do. That cannot be easy. Like, I'm not famous and I have anxiety. I have anxiety about it a, a work email I just sent. And right. I thought I sent it too late. Like I thought I did something yeah. too late and like I have other people and things yes. to do. Like that's yeah. and that's just a normal everyday life yeah. thing. I think she's just at a point where she's just like, This is my life and I don't give a fuck what anybody has to say her. about it. And I'm really happy for her with that. And that Just has nothing to do with books, but I know that we all want to talk about it. Obviously. Um, I did read an arc of gold, Played a Prisoner, book five by Raven Kennedy. And I, it doesn't come out till December 7th. So I'm not going to say anything spoilery. All I'm going to say is that I love this series, but I did not love this book. And I just feel like set your expectations low if you're a Played a Prisoner fan. And maybe I'm just being bratty about it because there were things that I wanted that I didn't get. I love Raven's writing. I love the characters. There are two storylines that were completely unnecessary. Um, and just set your expectations low. You know what I feel? Going low, and then maybe you'll end up high. I went in high, and I ended up low. So you know what I feel like happens, like, a lot of times, too? Like, we've said this before. And, again, this is not – because I haven't read this. Um, 
when when series get to be like that kind of length, it's kind of just like the only there's why only two series that I've read that have been I actually I'll say three. Uh, it depends. Okay, most ro- fantasy romances would be just best as a trilogy. I agree, and I think that a lot of authors do that, and they do a great job at that. I think that Gold could have been the final book, and it could have gone out with a bang. And when I saw that she was writing a sixth book, she was like, "Oh, I couldn't finish it." I was like, "There must just be so much happening yeah. in book five that there's like no way she could have wrapped it up. And then I read book five and I was like, it was just like a filler of a book. Like it really like very little happens and very little progresses in my opinion that I, it's almost like the Zodiac Academy thing where up, up until like book eight, like when they were like, we're going to end at book eight, the way book ended, Books haven't ended. I was like, Here I'm fucking go. gung ho. I'm like, yeah, one of my top favorite series. And then I read book eight and I really liked book eight, but it's almost like, okay, like there's just, there was no reason for half the shit that happened in book eight to happen. They created more issues yeah. that like now they have to like solve so, more yeah. problems in the last book. That kind of happened in gold. Like not enough happened and like more issues got created. And now I'm like, we're fighting a very big uphill battle in the last book. Um, Sarah J. Mass, Throne of Glass, is one of the only fantasy romance series that I think stands the test of time. I agree. Being eight she, books, yeah. and it needed to be eight books. I agree. Like, if Zodiac Academy ended at book eight like they were supposed to, I think that I, my opinion on the series as a whole would it be, be a lot be, different. I think mine would be vastly different. And I think, like, again, I, I'm going to read the final Plato Prisoner book. It didn't, like, turn me off to the series at all. But you. How many pages was it? 600. See, Okay. I be I'm going to I'm sure I'll feel I'm sure I'll feel how you feel and you did spoil the one I thing for me. I spoiled one thing for Katie because I was like she needs I know Katie. And I was like her expectations going in she needs to know it's Thank happening. you. But I I think I'd be more okay with a filler book that is 600 pages than a filler book that's 1200 pages. The like, fi- yeah. and like I think that's it's just doing a disservice cuz I I'm feel the same way about Zodiac Academy as you do. Like I was upset I am obsessed. But I think book 7 was over a thousand. Yeah. Book eight is twelve hundred. How, as a new reader, are you looking at the series going, I want to do this? Yeah, no. You're not. And if I never started it when I did, I don't know if I would pick it up. I wouldn't. I'd be too overwhelmed. Like it doesn't seem like it's worth it. Yeah. And again, I really like book eight because uh the things that I loved about it, I loved. There was also just like a lot of shit in book eight that did not need to be there for Zodic Academy. So I feel like it's the same thing with this. It's like there's good parts. There's things that I definitely did like about it. I gave it like three. 3.25, I would say, for mm-hmm. gold, which, like, to me is, like, low end. Yeah. Um, it's on a DNF, but there were things that I was like, oh, yeah. Like, in the beginning, I was like, I fucking like this. And then I was, like, 50% in, and I was like, oh, okay, this is still happening. And then I was like, and now we're reading this POV, and, like, this isn't progressing the plot at all. Mm. And then there's just, like, a new role, like, not, there's, like, not a love triangle. So, but there's, like, a, a new, like, romance, like, plot, like, written in, and I'm like, I don't, this I don't, I don't care if this yeah. person's in love. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I'm so not a fucking know. author, so I don't fucking know. But at the same time, too, like. Yeah. But like, we're here just to judge. We're here to judge. <laughs> 100% here to judge. <laughs> but it's it's got to be hard because, like, yeah. sometimes I'm sure you have, like, all these ideas you want to, like, spew out. Um, so I'll never say anything against it. And, like, I think Played a Prisoner is, like, a sleeper series that, like, deserves way more hype. In my opinion, yeah. and again, this is me not knowing what that book no, is no, about. I, like, I love the, I love the series, yeah. and I think that the final book, she'll turn. Like, I think I'm not worried about how she's going to end it. Yeah, I just hate when I it's the same like, thing for the Shadowlands. You and I were absolutely yeah, fucking just, feral for that series until the last two books. The second to last book, I didn't even read the last books. Teresa actually dnf that book i dnf'd it at 30 percent. like that's crazy to me like that you guys know how big of a deal that is but like the second to last book i was just like why the fuck am i reading this like yeah, well like, you yeah. could literally chuck it out of the series and it would make no difference it would make no difference it. you could read like the last like two chapters and be like okay i know what happened yeah. in this book that's kind of how i feel about this it's not to that extent of the shadowlands 
like but that yeah like but I that just, series I think had the potential to be something insane the first four books were, were amazing I sat like even if you want honestly they're short enough where if you do just want to go in with the first four and have no resolution yeah knock your socks off but like <laughs> like it just yeah, yeah. I just I don't know but yeah something happens at the end that it's it gave me the zodiac kind of we were like oh well, like now we have this this and this mm-hmm. anyway sorry anyway. and then I read um which I just finished like right before coming here um sorry uh done and dusted by lila sage my husband's like can you pick me up at six from the train on woodbridge no. i don't know if i can actually that's like 20 <laughs> minutes from now we haven't even talked about gram effect yet tell him to take, go to avenel it's um not running so oh, not anyway Thanks. i read done and dusted um very cute small town romance cowboy i liked it it was i will read her second to me, it was like read very much like a first time author. Like I thought that some of like the dialogue was like stiff. Mm-hmm. Okay, I took so long since I read it. But no, but like I mean, it's I didn't read it as like three hundred. It was like very short, yeah, very short, very zip, very perfect palate cleansing small town romance cowboy book. I'm here for it. I like, gave it a four star. Yeah. Like, it was just very easy. Oh, four and a half. Honestly, that's, like, kind of all that I've read since Iron Flame, which we're not talking about today. No. I only read... So, I... Debbie Perry is just one of those authors that Teresa and I absolutely love. And if you don't know who that is, please go look her up. Um, yes. We've talked about the Eden series and, like, a few yes. other series on the podcast. So, I have used the Clifton Forge series. I've never read them. I've only listened to them on audio. But I've been kind of using them, like, sporadically throughout like different series. It's just, it's one of those like interconnected standalones that you can always just like pop back into. It, it does not hold my heart. Like the Edens do. That's a whole different, that's a whole different podcast. Yes. We should do an episode on, but I, know, I listened we keep saying to, we're going to do it after Christmas. City. I know okay. and we really should. So I listened to book three of the Clifton Forge series, which is stone princess. Um, and I, I, you just, I'm sorry. She's just an author in my eyes that you cannot go wrong with. Like, yeah, it's not my favorite series, but they're solid four star books. Yeah. The audio say- is amazing. It's dual. you you get like some, I don't want to say mystery, but like there's there's a plot to it. Like it is a romance. It's contemporary. Like there's always some found family aspects in this Clifton mm-hmm. Ford series. It's good. Um, and like I said, dual. And I'm fairly certain that this the male narrator is t- uh, Teddy Hamilton. I'm listening to book five right now. Um, Mary at Roses Are Red said that the last book in the series, because it's a six book series, is her favorite of like of all Debbie Perry yeah. books, which is kind of like, wow. Um so yeah, so I did that, and I I did listen to the long game. Yeah, I, I loved that. the Spanish love deception. Yeah, the long game. I'm almost glad I listened to it because if he wasn't a male British narrator, I I just I didn't care. Like I found her to be so agitating. Yeah. Um. I also just have to laugh because like bitch sprained her ankle and he was carrying her. Walk, uh, oh, but I know. the fact that he kept calling I her loved love, him. oh, me too. I loved him so much. I didn't care for, for her. her, so I gave that a three and a half. Yeah. Oh, sorry, three. Katie was in the mood. I started reading because I'm still in like I need a cleanse after Iron Flame. Like I was yeah. coming off of a hype. Yeah, I went right from Iron Flame into Gold, and like that also God I bless. think was a detriment Probably. To, to my rating. But, but I started to read Wreck the Halls by Tessa <gasps> Bailey. I started on audio. But then, I'm gonna, like, I'm waiting till December. I let, so I'm I'm home with the baby by myself, and last night, like, I put her down for like her. Well, I put her down to bed at like eight o'clock, and started list. I was listening throughout the day, but then like I picked up the book. Yeah. At one point, I thought I could like sneak a, like a light into the bedroom, like read next to it, but like she, I don't know, she just kept like staring at me. She was so fucking cute last night. We we totally slept in the big bed together last night. Oh. Daddy was gone. We're gonna do it again tonight too. <laughs> <laughs> Girl time. Um, girl time. She sleeps in her docketot next to me. And like, please don't come after me for that being wrong or right. It's worked for us in the past and I'll do, I'll do as I please. Thank you. We're not um, mom shaming on this podcast. Thank you. Um, but I, I was trying to like sneak more pages in, but she kind of kept like looking at me. So I was like, I guess I'll move the light back. <laughs> but it's, it's so cute. I don't know. You just, again, Tessa Bailey is just like, you can't really go wrong with you a lot really of her books can. either. And I, and honestly, like, so we went to the Wreck the Halls event and Every like the everybody who had read it prior was like it was so good, yeah, like so cute. It's so okay. So Tessa Bailey, because we met her a few times now in person. Yeah, she's just a funny, witty person in in, in yes. everyday life. So like it just now that like we've met her a few times, it's kind of fun because it's like 
it, you could see that now more like we, she's always had witty writing yeah. but I now I'm like oh it's just like that's just her like yes. shining through but like there's just such good wit these are children of famous rock stars mm-hmm. they're in a rock star band of like the 90s and the goal is to get their moms back together um for a reunion even though they absolutely fucking loathe each other and like these women like the way like the what they say about each other is hysterical but like I am like salivating over this I cannot wait no offense for you to leave just kidding but like I just can't wait to pick it back up again it's like one of those things like I can't wait to get back into this it's just so fun and their names are beat and melody I know <laughs> which like literally is so corny but it it fits, it fits the rock star parents yes and like yes and it fits like the Tessa Bailey but like yes that's the thing don't go into a Tessa Bailey book they like try to you're take it a masterpiece seriously. you're not no. reading a masterpiece you're reading fun witty good if you spice like banter. Yeah. movies or like shows like that this is this is what you should pick that, up yes but without further ado because that's all we've read this kind of works we will segue into the okay wait before okay so I don't own the off-campus series in paperback but I, I keep looking at this every time I go to Barnes and Noble and I'm like do I get it like do I need this like I I enjoyed this I okay Again, we're about to get into the gram effects and all off-campus, Briar you, everything. Okay, bye. Bye and hello. You guys. Graham's my favorite, number one. I've always, Garrett you're Graham. like, you're like no, a Dean girly. I, no, I was, I go back and forth between the two of them. Now she goes back and forth between the two of them. I always <laughs> do. I, I call them one A and one B. Like literally like, but I've lit, I have read the deal twice and I've listened to it, I think four times. Which makes sense. Which, You're like, first. I think that I just, like, I love Dean. But, like, I think, like, deep down I am just, like... I'm a Garrett girly. Yeah. Through and through. Never strayed. Never went away. I would... I think it's I so... date both of them at the same time. You know what I mean? Like... I don't think Dean's husband material, in my opinion. Right. Well, okay. I do think Dean would have gone into yes. a husband. Yes. I think that there was just, like, no shot that Dean was, like, not cheating on Allie in college. Um, Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Garrett, 100%, would all never cheat on Hannah. Like, he would never do that to her. Um, and I think that Dean eventually would grow up and, like, he'd be a great Every, husband. Everyone can grow. Yes, everyone can change. But I'm just, like, 20-year-old Dean literally having a... Th- he's not fucking Allie being like, oh, my God, I can never... This is the only pussy I want. Never, That never would happen. We've all been to college, okay? Um, we've all met that boy. And trust I also, me. But, like, I think... Th- I think... Dean's characteristics just don't align with, like, what mine were. Yeah. So I feel like Garrett is, like, who I would automatically... Like, if you put the two of them in front of me, regardless of, like, looks or whatever, like, even... Because Dean has an amazing personality, you can tell. I think that but looks, I still would, you auto- would go Dean. Yes. Because the think, blonde and, yes, like, everything. Yes, 100%. But, like, the... But overall, yes. I would I would go See, to like, in my 20s, I would have been a fucking sucker for Dean. <laughs> Like, honestly, it would be embarrassing because be I, would, embarrassing. I would have just been like, oh, my God, like all the like he I would have just been I would have been that girl, you know, Um, but I'm happy that. But you know what? Maybe not because I met my husband in college and like I met I Tom like right after college, too. And like we both I wouldn't say we're vastly different from our 20 early 20 year old selves, but we've obviously grow oh no we obviously grow but i'm just saying like i think if i was in college i don't know i think that's something about i think i would have just like made myself like that girl for dean like i would been like such like a fucking like thirsty loser um there was just something about i feel like had i don't know i don't know whatever we're not there anyway, anymore garrett okay um, so hold garrett on. is a husband garrett is a husband and garrett is so daddy and he's book. so daddy in multiple instances <laughs> yes so garrett is a, okay so the grandma fact it follows Gigi. so Hannah and Garrett have twins. Yes. Gigi and um, what the fuck is Wyatt? Wyatt, thank you. And um, Gigi, the name's funny because he was trying to convince Tucker and Sabrina to name their daughter Gigi because his initials are Gigi. Yes. Um. So when him and Hannah had their daughter, they named her Gigi, and I think that's like really fucking cute. Anyway, he's her dad, obviously. So it follows Gigi. She's in college. She's at Briar. She's on the girls' team, and she's like getting frisky with a boy. Uh, on the boys team so he has a bad rap yeah the the men's team it's like one of their rivals um the schools merge so the two hockey teams merge and the um and they have to like let some guys go because you can't have all those players you need to like you know have a normal fucking roster 
Um, and he has a bad reputation. But like his reputation, like, honestly, I'm a little annoyed about the re- the only thing that I have. Yes, there's like you really, know, yeah. one thing happens. Yes, where he like punches a teammate. Nobody knows why, and it like apparently it clouds everything. Everybody's opinion of him is like horrible from this yes. one instance. But Gigi, I mean, like they have like a little like not enemies in the beginning of the prologue. He's at a hockey camp, like it's Garrett Graham's hockey he got camp. Fresh. Yeah, not fresh, but like he got like you know like he was like, "What is this boy. girl doing here?" And she's like, "And he's like, you're gonna get in trouble when Garrett comes. He doesn't know that it's Garrett's daughter." And then, like, she's, like, helping run the camp. And he's so, like, so oh. yeah, Dad, like, you want my help? I will say, I think because he – I understand why maybe people have, like, that there are reservations about him because he also yeah. is not, like, a warm and fuzzy, like, people-pleaser kind of person. Yes. He's a little more cut and dry, like, kind of reserved, hangs in the back, yes. like, doesn't really care – like, cares what people think about him, but, like, isn't going out of his way to, like, make sure that, like, he's sucking up, per se. Like, he doesn't think that's – so I think that also plays into it, which I understand, but I yeah. think – my only real issue with this whole book was just, like, one instance and everyone had these, like, reservations about you. Yes. Like, that's not fair. No, that's not fair. And, like, yeah, he is, like, a more, like, introverted person and he's not going to go out of his way. Um, they name him – like, apparently he's, like, really good. So they name him, like, a co-captain. The co cat like, they pick a captain from the new – like, the new guys and then yeah. a captain for, like, the normal Briar guys and happens to be Gigi's ex-boyfriend, um, Case, which, like, what a name. Um and Ryder and Case like the thing is the thing that I really actually liked about it was that they all kind of start becoming friends yes I was like oh, they're gonna have this like dumb fucking rivalry like this whole time like they're gonna have to work together I want them to win um they do all start becoming friends and then at the end okay this is actually my only real I have another complaint I'm sorry <laughs> I forgot about this my <laughs> honest my honest I don't I mean I thought that the I thought his reputation was silly. Yes. But my actual only issue with this book is the fact that they get married. In okay, I'm sorry. I have three things. I have three fucking issues with this book. Okay, what's your other one? Okay, so my second issue is the whole case thing. I understand that Gigi was trying to remain friendly to him to yeah. a like, like keep him at bay. I don't think she was leading him on per se. I do think her being so friendly to him was giving him false hope. I don't like that when he walked into that house party that she was at, he's like, get in the car, we're leaving. And she, she left. I'd be like, what the fuck? Get the fuck out of the house. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that. Um, I don't think the way she handled him. But again, when you're 20 some years old, you probably aren't handling things correctly anyway. But if I you're know mature I enough to get married, then you should be mature enough so, to handle yes. the situations so, more maturely. I think it, I didn't like that aspect. I think, yes, Case was 100% in the wrong. Like he cheated on her. He lied about it. Um, but I just don't like, even though Gigi wasn't doing anything wrong per se, she was trying to be nice and keep everything calm, cool, cassettic. I also think a lot of times like girls can be a little bit more mature in the sense that like, okay, I've unpacked this. I'm no longer your girlfriend. You did what you did. But, like I could be bigger and like keep our friendship going. And I admire her for that. I just think, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I just, even like her walking in on his arm to that like w- event. Like I was like, I think you're just doing this a little wrong. So that was my yeah. one thing. My third thing. The fuck this bitch doing getting fucking married? The, the whole time, the whole time, I'm screaming. So I'm so aggravated. I was on a run and I stopped. I stopped running when I heard that they so got married. Mary read it. Mary got an arc, so she read it before me. She was like, "There's something that she was like, I don't know how to rate it right now because something happens at the end that kind of just like threw me off. It threw me for a fucking loop. And I, as soon as I was the, that's my wife. I was like, "There's no, no way. way." Yeah. And then they want, yeah, these 20-year-olds, 20-year-olds get married married in Vegas after literally dating, like, maybe six months max. Yes. Like, not even really dating. I think they had only been like, hey, you're my boyfriend, you're my girlfriend, like, maybe, like, a couple weeks. They were just, like, exclusively, like, fucking for maybe, like, six months. I just feel like it didn't make sense for the storyline. It didn't. I think that it was just used to create a rift between Garrett and Gigi because, like, she was such a daddy's girl and they had such a good relationship. But I don't think his reaction was wrong. No, what my parents would, my parents would even like. Oh my god, I wouldn't. I, I don't want to know okay. my mom would have done. I was going to say, like, as somebody who didn't have their father at their wedding, his reaction to not being at his daughter's wedding was completely Valid. warranted. Yes, his reaction to his twenty-year-old daughter running off with with a guy that she just started dating and getting married in Vegas, completely warranted. 100%. Honestly, everybody else, like being like, oh, whatever. It's not that big a deal. 
they're the ones who are wrong. No, I think like, they're so wrong. Even I was, at the age of like 30 something years old, if I just like randomly ran away and got married to a guy that like I just started talking to. And again, I'm, I understand I'm older and I'm not saying eloping's wrong. I'm not saying any of that. But I'm saying like, you're not ever serious. Like, you don't like, I think that, so I don't know. I think it's weird. A few of my, like two of my cousins eloped, but like we knew that they were, they were like, we're going to elope. You and I both said when we first got engaged, we were thinking about eloping. And, but I would not, like, I just wouldn't ever do that without telling, telling my, parents. my parents. And again, if you've done that, like, and that's, that's your prerogative. I just would never. Yeah. And I think that it's a lot different being a 20 year old college what, student than being like a running off to adult. Vegas yeah. and getting married and not telling your parents and like your dad, like. His whole thing was like, I like just you're my baby. Yeah. I want to walk you down the aisle, like, and like her not understanding that, like at first until they had like the talk. Like I was like, see, you're too mature to be married. Yes, agreed, agreed. I mean, I like that. Like Wellesie, like had her daughter's back. Like, yes, I think that was cute in the sense. But I just feel like it kind of was just like a random. Like, why did this? I just don't think it needed to occur. And if you wanted the rift between daddy and daughter I think it could have easily just been done with like Gigi almost just like okay t- I'm 33 and I still explode like we're girls like I'm sorry like sometimes my emotions get the best to be in my opinion like I just think her turning around to her dad especially my dad and I are the same fucking human being so of course you're gonna butt heads a little bit more frequently yeah. when you're the same person so like Gigi and her dad are very similar yeah. so I think if she just turned around and exploded on him about like you know, like trying to like prove, like prove to him that she's whatever, like, and like she can live up to a standard, even though like there are no standards, whatever she wanted to, exp- I think just like a normal outburst would have been way more like, and then if for her to be like, I just need a couple days, to, like cool down and like get over yeah. this. Like, I think that would have been way more fitting than running off and getting married at Vegas for no apparent reason. Like there was right. nothing that it did for the plot, in my opinion. It didn't really do anything for the plot. Um, yeah. Like they're, they, they could have just, Garrett was a nice to Ryder. Like, they could have had, like, a rift over that. Yeah. Like, if you're not going to be nice to my boyfriend, I'm not going to talk to you. Like, there was like, a so, couple different ways to co- yeah. cause a rift. Yeah. The marriage thing, like, really fucking threw me for a yeah. loop. Um, well, I gave this book a five star, so I'm not going to, like... I think I gave it, like, four and a half. Yeah. Um, things that I did love. All of the cameos. Oh, my God. I loved the okay. cameos. So, the condoms. <laughs> the condoms. Well, before we even get to the Dean cameo, you guys know, obviously, Garrett Dean. Garrett Dean Jake. Those are, like, my top three. Jake is like a solid two, and then Garrett and Dean are like both at the same time, like different holes, you know? And excuse me, I just made a different holes joke, and you're too busy texting me about your daughter. Sorry, my mom's texting me about my daughter. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> anyway, um, so Garrett and Jake Connolly, uh, they host like a hockey show, like on like ESPN. It's not whatever, like the equivalent, right? And everybody, like, Everybody loves Jake. It's like a it's like a thing throughout like most of the books, like that Jake Connolly is like so attractive and like so good looking. And um Gigi is like talking to her dad, and she was like, You host a show with Jake Connolly, the most beautiful man in the world, trust me, you're gonna get views. And he's like, Nope, nope, nope. I know how I feel when you talk about Connolly. It triggers my crippling and inferiority. And it's just like so true and it's because like ha- like all of like the wives like have crushes Crush on Connolly yeah. like it's like a whole thing and then like his daughter's also like crushing on Connolly like yeah. literally like everybody's crushing on Connolly like I'm pretty sure he's like the most handsome man in the entire world um but Dean yeah Dean buying her the condoms first of all her her description of Dean Dean flashes a smile he's got those chiseled male model looks that keep getting better with age I've seen pictures of him from his college days and he was smoking back then I think he's even better now and he buys her condoms. He's like, I'm your uncle. Yeah, you're single. Like, here's, your co- yeah. here's like Costco-sized box of condoms, whatever. And she's, so whatever. And uh, he was like, also, before you get involved with any dude, make sure he's not the slut of the group. And if he is, get him tested because there's always one slutty boy in every crew. And she's like, who's the slut in yours? And he says, Tucker. <laughs> and he, she's like, Tucker, I asked doubtfully. He goes, of course, do not step on one night stand. Yeah. Can't get more promiscuous than that. <laughs> Meanwhile, Dean's like literally having like, like three songs on the couch. Yeah. Probably. Literally only ever having sex like in front of people. Yes. And he's like, no, no, no. Tucker. <laughs> Which again is so fucking Dean. I know. Like, I have a special like tab of just like all like things like, um, thanks for having me, Mrs. Graham. Oh, you can call me Hannah. Yeah. And then Garrett, you can call me Mr. Graham. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, every time it was a cameo with them, I was like dying. I love when Gra- um, Garrett called her Wellesie. Like that was yeah. like a good throwback moment. I was like, oh. And how they have like, what, all these like different godparents because they didn't want to pick their best. Like yeah. I thought that was so cute. And okay, so 
there's like the mention of the um like boxing day like hockey yes, tournament yes. and i was waiting for that chapter and it's, it's not it. so she wrote it <laughs> did she really but she was like the book was already too long i couldn't add it like i couldn't add it so apparently it's already written and like she might like release it oh like, a like novella line or something amazing so i'm I'm salivating. I, re- I thought because we were getting I was, that. Like, I was waiting. like, wait. I like, and then, I like. I thought I like was. I thought I was missing pages. No, same. I like went back. I'm yeah. like, no. Like it's after. Like they're now they're back at college. Like where? What happened to the game? L. And I also love. Okay, so Hannah Wellesley. I love how she treats Ryder. Me too. I like love. Like, She's like the pseudo mom that he didn't have. Yes. Which like again, his like life like was really not great. Like. Very. Um, I also like feel so bad that like, again, just going back to like why people didn't like him. I feel so bad that he had to finally like, not that he wasn't trying to hide it. And he says it like, I'm not trying to hide it. You could have Googled my name, found out about my past, everything. But like yeah. his dad shot his mom in, in the head in front of him. You like, know, it was like really dark. Like it's dark. And even like what that kid said to him to yeah. make him want to like, what he got his uh, jaw wired shut because of the way he beat him up. Like. If someone said that about me too, I'd I'd beat the shit out of someone too. Like one hundred percent. Like sorry, like you don't get to say things like that without a repercussion. No. So like I just felt bad that that's what like when people are like oh, oh shit. Like I will say, I feel like Garrett came around to him before that, and I'm happy for that. I'm happy it didn't take him finding out about this kid's past for him to like dictate how his feelings were to him. But like the fact that um. Who was that guy? The vo- the guy that did like the Animal Planet voice? Like he would yes. at like the bookstore and he's like, oh my god, she loves like Gigi loves this guy. Like I gotta get the sign. Like like he liked that. Then he yes. started to confide in Ryder for like the fact that like his daughter wasn't speak to him and like I don't know. I just think I like that they bonded prior to him finding out what was said yes. like at that game. Yeah, because I feel like that would have made me upset. That's not who Garrett is. No, but at the end of the day, like Garrett's also just a father who's protecting his daughter. Yeah, like I mean, so him and Ryder have the conversation. And he was like, I am proud of her, not just because she's good at hockey. I said things in anger, but it wasn't actually anger. It was fear because I knew in that moment that I lost her. She doesn't belong to me anymore. And he goes, I don't mean belonging like property. She's my little girl. You understand one day what that means if you ever have kids, if you ever have a daughter of your own. And like, it's true. Like that has to be so hard as like a parent and a father. And it's not, he didn't know, he doesn't know Ryder well enough to be like, at this point to be like, oh, I I trust him to take care of my daughter. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, like, if my kid turned around to me, like, I'm, I don't know. We can, I would. We if, can, my, if I, I have a daughter and she gets married in Vegas at 20, I'm locking her up. Girl will be dragged. I, I would be dragged home by my, I would be dragged home by my ponytail by my mother. My mother is scaly. Like, yeah. if she wants to be. Like, I would literally be dragged home by a redheaded, like, crazy 5'2 individual. Yes. And, like, yeah, 100% locked in the room. Locked in the chokey, if you will. Literally locked you know. in the chokey. <laughs> um, I also, like, love... Again, I think something that Elle does really, really well is she writes side characters that you want to know more yes, about. Yes, I agree. Like, Shane, Beckett. Beckett, Beckett and Will... Okay, so we know the next book is Shane and Diana, right? Is that her friend's name, Diana? Yes. Um, I'm like, honestly, so bad at names. It's something Same. with I think it's Diana. Anyway, it's going to be the two of them. A very like enemies to lovers forced proximity, I think type thing. Cause he moves into the same apartment building as her. He's already fucked like all of the cheerleaders on her team. She's like, you gotta stop fucking the cheerleaders because they're all sad and depressed. <laughs> so you know that like, they're going to get together. Obviously. But Beckett and Will are like these like nerds who like love like time travel. Beckett is also Australian. Yes. And the time travel thing got me. The time travel thing, <laughs> love it. I'm just picturing the two of them like watching like literally just like Netflix docs of like and, yes, like, yeah, shit like that. And they have a lot of threesomes together. Yes, and everyone's like, oh, I hope she writes like an MFM. And I honestly just hope. Okay, and like you guys know that I love him and us, which is written by Elle Kennedy and Serena Bowen. I hope I'm like I'm praying for an mm college hockey romance between the two of these boys i mean and i honestly think that's what we're gonna get i think it's gonna start off with like they're constantly just having threesomes and then like one day they just like just hook up themselves yeah. and then they're both like are we bi like, like what i think we? it's gonna be like a whole like thing i don't know that's my that's what i'm hoping for um i love like right so the way that they kind of get together is that rider is like helping her um with her like work behind the net and she's um gonna like 
talk him up to her dad because he wants to be a coach at like the summer hockey camp that Garrett runs. And um, so they kind of like develop a friend, you know, I love the friends to lovers. So they kind of develop a friendship and there's obviously like a big attraction there. And she's like, I'm so sexually frustrated, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, use me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, use him. <laughs> and then she does. Um, and another thing Elja's great is spice. She does. I just think she does a really well-rounded book in general. Yep. Like, like you're saying, like the side character thing. I think she brings a good plot to the table that you can follow easily. The spice is always, you always get great spice with Elle. Yes. I just like, and it's not spice that I like, okay. Like some spice. I literally just like glaze, glaze over. Yeah. It's not spice that I glaze no, over. No, I, I like, I like, I'm, I'm in it. I'm in that scene, if you will. Um, I just think like, at, like she's a really good writer in my opinion. I, I, I can like vividly see everything that she paints a picture of. Yeah. But she also makes you feel like it's real by like the side character, like the things that are going on around you. Yes. She makes it like it just it gives it life creates to it. like a whole like world. Yeah, and I love when like um, characters. I like when they have friends. Like I hate Agreed. when it's like oh I like don't have any friends or like, I, like or you don't hear about, about them. them. Like they maybe yeah. are mentioned, but like you don't get anything with no, them. Like it's I weird. yeah I I love it. I love like the mention of why like oh. Garrett's like, he's a fuck boy. He's never going to settle down. So you just know that we're eventually going to get that book. Yes. I know that um, a lot of the other off-campus kids are younger than Gigi and Wyatt. Um, but she did say that we are going to get a bow book. Okay. Eventually. But, like, they're not in college yet. So she's like, you might have to wait a little bit. That's fine. Well, I, I will say, like, because, I mean, then I started to dissect the book. So I, I was like, wait a minute. Like, when? Because Garrett's. Graham's book with Wellesley takes place like in present day so like obviously this is like a future type of thing so I was like wait they had cell phones in that book so like I was like starting to unpack it a little bit too much I'm like Katie no 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 no. it's just I know I was was like oh my god like 20 this is 20 years post yeah campus or no it's even more than that because at least Gigi's 20 how old were they when they had the twins like she put up a post when they were both like, hold on, yeah, let's, okay. let's go to the page. You know what? We'll say it's 25 years post off campus. So like, there's obviously been like some technological advances, but I was like, I'm not going to get caught up in it. Something. Okay. Another thing that L Kennedy loves to do is describe the men in her books as wearing cargo shorts. Every single hockey player in all of the off campus and Briar U books, they wear cargo shorts. And I'm sorry, but I need to know if this is like an inside joke she has with like her editor or something, because nobody is wearing cargo cargo shorts. shorts. And if they are, they're not wearing that many of them. And if they are, not all, not an entire friend group is wearing cargo shorts. And 25 years post, those men are not wearing cargo shorts. I agree. I hope 25 years in the future, there's no such thing as cargo cargo shorts. shorts for men. Didn't she post their like... Um, yeah, she did, but it was probably a while ago. Um, I'm invested. I, like, have just, like, so many highlights. Their banter's, like, so cute. Oh, here we go. He goes, you smile too much. Oh, Oh, no, arrest me, officer. Like. Okay, so they do not, she does not say when they are born. Just as the Grams. It happened, yeah. 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 But, like, Allie and Dean, their kids are young. 15, 13, and 10. So my mind was like, wait. The only ones who I think are around the same age are Tucker and Sabrina's kids because Jamie is obviously older because she was the first born of like the whole group. And then um, the younger daughter, which I forget her name, Alex maybe, um, the model who has sex with Ryder's brother, who is a professional hockey player. So I assume that we're going to get something eventually that to maybe like a professional adult hockey romance maybe between him and um the cousin the other tucker girl um they're just it was just like a really fun book and like some i was watching some videos like a couple people were like oh i can't see past like 20 year old gary i could easily like i'm sorry i just oh i pictured i pictured a daddy if you will so obviously i watch a lot of hockey and i've had I mean, now I'm, like, at the age where, like, I cannot have a crush on any new player because they're, like, 18 and it's disgusting. But when I was, like, 18 or even younger, like, one of my favorite, like, hockey players ever, like, when I was 12 years old. You're picturing old, him, aren't you? Well, no, but 
I can picture like how handsome like like they get I, as yeah, they get, some yeah. of them get as they get older. Well, even like look at like oh my god, I'm really like we're not that old. We're th- we're in our mid thirties, but like like even like Tom now versus like Tom at twenty, like there's a vast difference in like the uh, way he so, looks. So I'm sorry. I have never seen a man at 20 versus a man at 40 and thought that he looked better at 20. 100%. Men age very nicely. Yeah. And I'm not and I'm not saying that as somebody in their mid 30s. I'm saying that as somebody who at 20 was like still like attracted to men in their 30s. Agreed. And like, I mean, I wouldn't have dated somebody because like maturity levels, but yeah, no. Like most... meaning we were the more mature. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I was way more mature than a man. I'm still, you know, um, boys don't their boys for their whole lives um, they are boys for their whole lives no but like chris evans i love chris evans sorry chris evans at 20 versus chris evans now at 42 yeah so much better at 42 and not because i'm older but like because objectively he, looks better, he yeah. looks better like agreed i just so, agree with that so do i think gary graham was hot at 20 yes, yes. do i think gary graham is hotter now at 40 yes, yes. plain and simple no other way around it like Okay, a really, really handsome. I think objectively everybody would be like, okay, that's a handsome man hockey player. Henrik Lundqvist, very handsome, very attractive. He's only gotten better the older he's gotten. And now yeah. he's like, a, now he's an analyst. He does like, like, um, like the nationally broadcasted games. He actually just got inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame. If anybody cares, he's on. He was on the Rangers. I mean, I think you can do that for any like, him, but yeah. but no, but just like objectively, like any like male super, uh, not any male, but like but saying, yeah, like you need to like look at a hockey player at twenty when they first get in the league versus like when like they retire. <laughs> they're besides maybe missing some teeth, but they'll get those fixed. They're, they're, they have the money to do it. <laughs> I don't know. I think they like Brad Pitt, like David Beckham. Like I think yeah. they like look better as they've gotten older. Yeah, even though like they're a little. I, I think well, maybe it's because we are older. I just feel like they're they like even if they have scar, like they just like look more like Real good. Yeah, like manly, worn in, daddy. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know it, it did. I was like Garrett is daddy. Garrett is. I, I can see it. I can um, see it. I just I love him so much. He's a good one. This was just this was a good book. I was excited to read this. Okay, wait. This is the part where they're talking about sorry the Boxing Day, and she was like, "How hard are you right now, percent wise?" He goes, "Right now, forty percent." All right, are you ready for this? The Boxing Day beat down, uh, TD Garden, private ice time, and then she pauses for dramatic effect. Garrett Graham, another pause. John Logan, he goes, <laughs> "I swallow." Hunter Davenport, my dick twitches again. <laughs> Jake Connolly. Oh my God, stop, I groan. Are you saying you spend boxing and skating with all those guys? And like, literally, he goes, I squeeze my cock, appraising it 80%. <laughs> like, yeah, it's so good. Amazing. It's so good. Like, this is what I'm talking about. Like, literally, spice on point, banter on point. It's like, just good. The cast of characters on point. It's funny. There's also like a darker theme where it's like the characters have like more depth to them. Like, there's just, yeah, I love. It, like, gives the book substance and gives it, like, a serious yeah. life. It's and not just, like, surface we level. are advocates of saying no romance book has to be over 350 pages, 400 pages max. This is 500 pages, and, like, it didn't feel like it, it did, not, it did, not, it did not feel 500. It did not feel like it was too long. It felt perfect. I, th- I agree. Minus the fact that we're missing the Boxing Day. Honestly, I would have I would have been okay chapter. if she added it in. Like, I would have kept going. Like, I was yeah. – I literally sat there, and I was like, I'm missing pages, like, on my Kindle. Like, how is that possible? I don't know, but I'm missing something. Yeah. Or my kidding, my it's my audio. I was listening to, but I was like, it, it was really good. And I'll be the first to say, like, I'm 100 percent wrong. I'm always the first to say, like, that's too long for a romance. Book. I was I was worried going in. I was like, did she really write a college hockey romance that's 500 pages? I felt about that and bad luck charm. I didn't care how long they were. Yeah. So if you were like hesitant about it, because it's it's obviously don't be. Yeah, don't be. Don't be. But yeah, I give five stars. Katie said four and a half. I'm sorry. I don't think I ever looked. I think you said four and a half. I thought that was about the other book. Oh. Maybe I'm making... I might be making shit up. Oh, that was done and dusted. Um, the Graham Effect. I was like, what are we talking about? What have we just been talking about for the last 30 minutes? I gave it five stars. Yeah. Like... Here she blows. Just... If you liked... Any of the other off-camp... And if you like audio, Teddy Hamilton. Oh, Need right. I, I was going to say... Teddy Hamilton. Yeah. As soon as I saw that, I was like, I wanted to read it, but I was also like, I want to listen to it. Like, I own all of the off-campus and Briar U books on audio, and I do. Same. It's I do re-listen. I dabble in the deal, the score, and the risk all the time, and the score and the risk are both Teddy Hamilton. So, cool. so 
If you haven't listened to him, you need to. Honestly, the like he does a perfect douchey college. Bro. Yes, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. That's my type. It is, or it was. Now I'm an adult. She's a mature lady. So anyway, next week we have Iron Flame, which I'm sure everybody's very excited about. Um, The following week is just a good old spill in the tea episode. It'll be the last one of the month. And I know for December we are going to do Wreck the Halls, but we have not picked a second book and we have not put out a schedule yet. So just keep an eye out for that. Mm -hmm. Um, But on that note, I got nothing else for you. Me either. Bye. Bye. I gotta pay. Katie has to pay. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe to receive notifications anytime a new episode drops. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at thebff.bookclub. If you have any comments, questions, book recommendations, or books you want us to talk about in future episodes, please send us an email at thebff.bookclub1 at gmail.com. We appreciate your support. See you, suckers. See you, suckers.